Hey, welcome to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. I'm your host, Derek L. Calhoun. Uh, Today, we're going to jump right in and share from the book of John. So I'm going to read uh, five verses from the book of John. And before I read that, and I I know many of you say, oh my goodness, we're going to do a Bible study. Well, no, we're not necessarily going to do a Bible study. But we are going to look at the Bible. And I was doing a study this week and I was asking myself, what is God saying now? And what I mean by that is when I first read the Bible back in, let's see, 1984. It's the first time I read the Gospels. I just read stories. I I, I learned the stories. I learned, you know, that Jesus uh, came as the word and the word was with God. I I basically heard what it said. And essentially, most people know stories. But the story has to have a deeper meaning. The story has to have a place of application within the context of our lives. The Bible was never meant just to be read to memorize stories, but the Bible was given to us as a resource and a guide for direction in our daily lives. It is a guide, not just for spiritual living, but for living. It is a guide for living. And so being that it is a guide for living, we have to be able to see under the surface of what's being said in a very simple way and, and I'm just sharing with people because, you know, uh, everybody doesn't know how to use a commentary and you know, they don't know Greek and Hebrew and all these things. But do you know God? So the question is, if you know God, what is God saying to you? And that's an easy question that any believer at any uh, position or, or station in your life can get on your knees and ask God, God, speak to me through your word. Speak to me through your word that I might apply the principles that are written therein and that I might become the man or the woman of God that you have called me to be. And that's where we need to be. So God, what are you saying now? So I'm going to read, like I said, just five uh, passages uh, of five verses of scripture from the book of John, that's the gospel of John. And for those of you who have not gotten saved or you are saved, uh, this is where you should start really in your growth processes, reading the book of John. If you read the book of John, it will give you insight to the life of Jesus. And then reading Matthew, Mark and Luke, uh, which are those three are referred to as the synoptic gospels because their stories are very really similar, but it's like the movie Vantage Point. They're written from different vantage points. So it seems like they're different, but they're actually the same. It's just that each person has a, each writer has a different audience that they are trying to influence. But the, the point of the matter is, the point of the matter is that For me, this is for me. If you truly want to be a Christian, you really need to at least read the Gospels. Because a Christian is a follower of Jesus Christ. The term Christian, follower of Jesus Christ, 
if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, we're not talking about Sunday morning services and you getting a sermon and watching your watch and looking at your Facebook and uh, uh, looking at, you know, uh, Instagram or, or checking your LinkedIn. I, I'm talking about when you're really in tune with God, you want to read those Gospels for yourself on your on your not spare time, but during a time that you set aside to get with God and you want to learn the life of Jesus Christ so that we can live the life of Jesus Christ. It is impossible to let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. If you are unfamiliar with what those good works need to be. So we're going to read today and I'm going to share. It's not going to be long, but it should help you to get a simple yet complex understanding of the gospel, because once you get a understanding, then you need to apply. It's learn and apply, learn and apply. And sometimes it takes us years to master some of the things that are in the gospel because being like Jesus is not easy. All right. So here we go. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him and without him, nothing was made that was made in him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it the darkness did not comprehend it so the, the first thing in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god the obvious was that in the beginning when the world was being created, that God was there. But the word here is with capital letters, which stands for logos. Um, but the word stands for Jesus. Jesus is the word. He is the word of God. He is the incarnate word of God. All right. Uh, when Jesus came into the earth, I give you something, some of the stuff is similar, but you'll, you'll mesh it. You'll mesh it perfectly fine. When Jesus came into the earth, he was fully God and yet fully man. This duality is called the hypostatic union. He was fully God and he was fully man. But he was referred to in the book of John as the word, the word uh, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So as I think about this, I, I, I hear this very simple. Here it is very simple. Whenever God wants to start something, he begins it with the word. And if we were making it personal, he begins it with a word. Now, our salvation begins with the word. Our salvation must go through Jesus Christ. No man can come to the Father unless they come through the Son. So salvation begins with the Word. But then as we lead our lives, we need to get a Word. That's called a divine initiative. It, it is a, an, an, a point of inference or a point of starting something 
And the starting of that something begins with God. God gives a word. If you read the Bible, all of your famous and favorite characters, biblical characters, whether it's Moses, whether it's Joshua, whether it's Hannah, whether it's uh, Deborah, every major character in the Bible, when they start something, it starts because God says so. When he says it, it starts with a word. His word was spoken to them and then they followed his word. So whenever God wants to start something, he begins it with a word. You got it? In the beginning was the word. He was starting the creation and the word was God and the, and, and the word in the beginning. I'm sorry. In the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God. All right. So just remember that. All right. So the second thing that I picked up is the word is a reflection of itself. The word was with God and the word was God. The word is a reflection of itself. God intends for us to be a reflection of him. When the word which we read gets in us, that word then causes us to live a life that is in line in order, uh, if you will, walking in unison. We walk in unison with the word of God. Our lifestyle is an, is an attempt, and I say an attempt because we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. Sometimes you have great days and you're on the word. Sometimes you have terrible days. But the fact of the matter is, that's why we repent. That's why we have the blood. We ask God to forgive us. You get back on the horse. If you had a difficult year, a difficult three years, a difficult five years, a difficult 20 years, it is never too late to get back on the horse and allow the word to be your guide. Allow the word to be your God. When the word becomes your God, we become a reflection of the word. We become a reflection of who God is in the earth as it is in heaven. Are, are you catching this? We ought to become a reflection of the word. So, when God started life, the word was uh, there from the beginning with God. So there's nothing in life that we should start where God is not the source of that beginning. There's nothing in life that we should start that God is not. If you get married, my prayer is that you prayed about it and you've got release from God. If you're going to medical school or dental school, or if you're going to work in a firm, if you're going to take a new position, my hope is that God would be the start. If you're starting your day, my hope is that we would read the word to start the day, to be initiated by God so that we can hear the voice of God, apply the word of God, and live life and life more abundantly, all right? In him was the life. So I want you to see this. The word possesses life. The word possesses life. So when we read the Bible, we are reading the word, and this word possesses life. And the life is the light of men. So we cannot have our light shining without the word shining through us. 
the life of the word must shine through us in order for the light of God's word to shine. Are, are, are you with me? All right. So uh, in him was the life. The word possesses life and the life was the light of men and the life possesses the light. So the life possesses the life. The life of the word possesses the light of the word. So the power of God comes through us when we gravitate, when we embrace his word. Okay. So it's just not a book to dust off once a week. It is a life manual. And even sometimes during the course of the day. And I'm going to tell you something for all of you who think, oh, it's just this. And I've read it before. The Bible is constantly revealing itself. The Bible is constantly revealing who Christ is. The Bible is constantly revealing who we are when we are growing in the things of God. Now, if you're reading the Bible and you're not getting anything, it's probably because you're not growing or it's because your mind is not stayed on him. You want to have one foot in the world and one foot in, in, in the kingdom, but you can't do that. Both feet must firmly be planted in the kingdom and your mind, this mind. I had a, a friend of mine, an apostle who I'm going to have on the show in a few weeks, but he, he said this. He said, God wants you to lose your mind. I love that quote when he said it to me. I immediately heard it. Let this mind that was in Christ Jesus be also in us. God asks us daily to renew our minds. So we are always in the process of becoming. We become, we have the right to become the sons and daughters of God. We are not there yet. So if you're in the process of growing, if you're still growing in the things of God, then the word is still growing as we read it on a regular basis. So then, Here's the last one. As we close, the word shines in darkness and darkness did not comprehend it. The light shines in darkness and darkness did not comprehend it. The light of God's word shined in darkness and the darkness of this present age did not comprehend it. Today, even today, there are people who will make you think that the word of God is irrelevant, is obsolete, is insignificant. It cannot be lived. It should not be followed. The Bible is 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 a, a manual of, of repression and oppression and, and depression. Let me tell you something. The Bible will free you. The Bible will set you free. The Bible will enlighten you. The Bible will illuminate your mind. The Bible will set things in order for you. The Bible will be a source of strength. The Bible will be a source of joy. The Bible will be a source of hope. The Bible will be a source of victory. And I can go on and on and on and on to the break of day, as they used to say. But I'm going to stop. I want to leave you with this word because this is this is something that as I read that I got this distinction and just it just dropped in my spirit. The difference between humanity and nature or matter is that it wants to conform to the word of God. When God spoke a billion creatures, a billion 
forms of matter began to move, to come to fruition, come to the place of agreement with whatever God said. When creation was happening and he said, let there be light, every portion or every factor or every piece of matter that was needed to come together to create light immediately jumped into uh, uh, order and began to fashion itself into a composition where there would be light. Nature or matter wants to conform to the word of God. We, on the other hand, must learn how to conform to the word of God. Again, I ask you this question. What is God saying now? You have been listening to the Kingdom Influencing Podcast. I am your host, Derek L. Calhoun. Again, please share this with your friends, with your network, because here's what I want you to do. I want you to go and influence the nations. God bless. Have a great week.